Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, good evening. Welcome to this week's Man in the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, as I introduce them, they will give marks out of 10 for the latest Taylor Swift album. I've got Emma. Nine. Oh, almost the right answer. I think probably the right answer. Scott? Nothing's perfect, Chris. Well, that's true. Uh, I haven't heard it, so I'm going to say zero. All right, uh, that's enough from Scott for this week. Um, and finally, Adam. I've also not heard it, but Emma, if, if nothing's perfect, that would mean a, a nine is perfect. Not if it's out of ten. But you're saying the nine is as good as it gets. What did the What did the beautiful sound say? But nothing can get a ten. <laughs> Stop trying to use your logic. <laughs> it's too early for that. <laughs> the Great American Dynasty is my favourite song. No. I like the one with Boniver. Yes, that's very good as well. Very good. That that did get my attention. I haven't listened to it, but it had my attention. You should listen to it all. Well, who knows what who knows what the weekend holds. I mean, there's only sixteen songs. It won't take up too much of your time. Sixteen? Yeah. Jeez. I'd rather listen to old school Blink One Two. Well, you you do that. I will. I get, <laughs> as I pointed out, I gave up on new music a long time ago. Same. There's too many, too many things to go to follow. All of them. I've well, got enough music in my life. It's a, it's a reintroduction. I can um, direct you to a playlist I created this week. <laughs> <laughs> which is, which Does is, it have good reviews? Um, well, you know, you don't want to listen to the critics. Make your own mind up. Don't be a sheeple. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Look what happened. Look what happened to Q Magazine this week. Critics are nothing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. This week is some sort of end of season uh, review of the Premier League. So we're going to go through each team and give them a mark out of what uh, we're going to score them um, from A down to F uh, or further down if you want to. Uh, is it an end of, an end of season party? Yeah. Yeah. It's, cool. it's, cool. it's, it's, a, it's a blowout. It's a fly teacher. So yeah. Imagine. Imagine you being in charge, but like a supply teacher. It's even worse. <laughs> Your dress is like like one from time to time. Where did that come from? <laughs> I'm gonna recall oh, I'm gonna recall my t-shirt on here. What are you wearing? I have Gray, a new what? I have a new messy t-shirt on. Uh, have you? Oh, look at that toading, complete toading to the uh, other members of the pod. Um, okay, we're also You're the one who just claimed you're wearing a Barcelona legend earlier. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we're also going to do our team of the year, uh, player manager, flop and goal of the season as well. And we're going to talk about some of the European leagues this season. So we are going to go, first of all, uh, mark our teams. Um, and we're going to start at the top and work our way downwards. I'll go first. Uh, I gave Liverpool and... So you can do plus and minuses on these as well. But I gave Liverpool and... Hey, Scott, what did you give them? 
A plus. Adam? Well, I'm graded. <laughs> Emma? See, I wanted to go ungraded, but I gave them a B. A B? Why, yeah. why B? Because they didn't set any records. Uh, they kind of threw the last bit of the season away a little bit. If I was being... Yeah, I probably would have given them a B plus. For this, with the same logic that I think that from where they were to where they kind of air quotes fell to that when you look at the season as a whole they kind of let a little bit slip that's why I didn't give them an A plus I gave them an A for the fact they won the league by such a huge amount uh, and they, I mean to be fair they got more points than last season uh, and they Win league in the earliest, um, or the few with the most games left to play. Uh, so they, no, they're not they, the latest anyone's ever won the league. No, I said the most games left to play. I know, but the latest anyone's ever won the league. <laughs> it's embar- embarrassing if you look at where they were in February. <laughs> but Adam's right. It was um, post lockdown form. They were the fifth of the Premier League. But before that, of course, they had they sort of got to that Watford game pretty much all conquering. If it hadn't stumbled a little bit, I'd have given them an A plus. I also knocked off points for their stupid celebrations with trophies that they won previous season. <laughs> Emma's right. I'm taking away the plus. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just, remember, I've just remembered Andy Robertson plays for them. It's a B minus. Yeah, can I go A minus? <laughs> oh, no. You're all meanies. No, not, an, not an A for the league champions. No, they don't deserve it. Don't deserve it. Well, we've just seen your Taylor Swift sort of score that you're a hard person to please, aren't you? I am. Yeah. I'm a harsh mistress. Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> what, not? Hold on, nine? Nine is a harsh score. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I can't convince any of you to pull yourselves up to an A then for the fact that it's the first one in 30 years. And I started at, well, I started, I started at U and went up to A minus <laughs> and I went down. So <laughs> overall, you should be happy with the... Are you still at your A plus, Scott? I'll go A plus. I'm waiting for Adam to score Watford and <laughs> yeah, that was a you. <laughs> go on, what do you think it deserved the best of the best then? A plus. Um just for the way they play football, I wouldn't say the Champions League because that's still funny to me. And just for Andy Robertson just going mental at the end. Um I just like the way that Klopp designed that team. They played some really, really good football. Um first trophy for the Premier league for 30 years and i think there's going to be more to come uh, okay right so we move on to um manchester city now team came in second uh adam what have you scored then um, adam, why, have, why, why did you come to me first because i can just tell you've not scored anybody have you <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> I've, got some, I've got some rough ideas it's a fluid system i was doing everybody in turn so i thought i'd come off okay manchester city what did you score them um, at the mo- at the moment, not particularly highly, but their their season isn't over. Give me a letter of what you scored them so far. This would teach you not to be homework. Yeah, well, wait a minute. I suppose it's probably quite low. It probably has to be like a C. Yeah, C. Okay, Scott. I went B. Okay, Emma. I give them a C, but um. That could be upgraded to a B if they win the Champions League. 
Okay, well, I gave... Even an A if they win the Champions League. I think I would go to an A if they won the Champions League. Okay, well, I gave them a B-. minus. Um, it wasn't a particularly strong title defence. They lost nine games in total, um, including home and away to Manchester United. Um, they lost to Norwich fin- as well. You finished third. Don't you make it sound like they lost home and away to Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> they did lose away to Norwich. They did lose away to Norwich, didn't they? Everton lost at home to Norwich. They're still getting an A, Scott. <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why. They won the Carabao Cup, didn't they? Uh, and they have scored 102 goals in the Premier League. But is this sort of par for the course for a team of City's resources? Should they be doing that anyway? Or is that any particular kind of achievement? Um, I'm not sure I quite like the idea of the suggestion that par for the course needs to be sort of like 98 points a season to win the league. But if you look at what they, the resources they've got to hand, uh, both within the transfer kitty and in personnel they have from their playing staff and their manager as well, they should be aiming a lot higher than, well, they are aiming a lot higher. They should have done a lot better than finish second and win the Carabao Cup so far, of course. What if they win the Champions League? They can put that, put that together with last year's Premier League trophy, mm-hmm. and then they've, <laughs> then they've got themselves a trouble with that. <laughs> they do. Did they, kind of did they also that? win the? Did, sorry, didn't they also win the Community Shield? That's oh, a quadruple. Oh, and last year's FA Cup. So actually, <laughs> they would have won everything they could have possibly played. Yeah. Well, no, not if Chelsea and Arsenal have already played for the FA Cup. Then the, the, they won't currently have nah. it, will they? I'm not having that logic because once you'd already been knocked out of a competition, you're, what you're essentially saying there is once you've been knocked out of a competition and you can't win it, you shouldn't really be 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 parading yourselves as the the holders of that trophy, should you? Well, you can until the next team wins it. But I feel that once you're definitely out of it, you're not the holders of it anymore. You are. Mm. Jose, uh, in 2005, he held on to the Champions League trophy, he said, despite the fact that Luis Garcia scored a goal that was clearly over the line. Right. He so, said he was European champion until 2006. Right. Okay. And you, so <laughs> your idea of a good good argument is to go with something that Jose Mourinho told you. Uh, no, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Have you ever seen that Mitchell and Webb sketch when they're talking about having, are we the baddies? Are we the baddies? <laughs> We're there now. We might we? be the baddies here. Just, just you and Jose Mourinho are <laughs> Jose, are we the bad? <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean they scored they scored an awful lot of goals. They beat Watford eight 0 but they, they did tonk a few other teams five 0 But when they came up against decent opposition, they, they did. They struggle. won as many they won as many games five 0 as they won games one 0 Okay, I didn't watch. Oh, we can. Oh, you can still tweet from other people, but when I have a uh, have a stat, it just gets <laughs> met with silence. I never said you couldn't tweet it. I just don't understand the. Rel- I don't understand how that works. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's it's not it's for you to decide. I have left it open. Okay. I'm not trying to not trying to I'm letting you think. Use your critical thinking, Chris. Mm, I, I, I work in local government, I'm not encouraged to do anything like that at all. Um Emma, go on, what did you score them? A C. A C. Yeah, if they could defend mm. they would have won the league. This is very true. However they can't defend, can they? They can't. Um, and you know De Bruyne was robbed of his trophy for I know, that, that's, that's, that's enough of Emma as well Scott <laughs> <laughs> no I tend to agree with right, that's enough of Scott <laughs> <laughs> and also they're about to splurge some cash on Nathan Ake that's not this season I know but 
they're doing... out next season yeah. in their defensive ways. Um, they're also in the Champions League. Yeah. And if they can, <clears throat> excuse me, they'll probably get past Real Madrid. Um, if they can get further and maybe win it, it could be an A+. Plus. Oh, you think that would make it, would it? Yeah. Despite the fact they finished so far behind Liverpool, that would have a huge turnaround for you. Because they've won the European Cup. Yep. Okay. You're sticking with your um, C, are you? Yeah. Um, but if they win the Champions League, then I would definitely give them an A. Okay. Excellent. And finishing third was uh, Manchester United. Um, Adam, what score did you give them? Uh, I'm going to give them a B. Okay, Scott. I also gave them a B. Emma. C plus. C plus. I gave them a B. Why did you score them down a little bit then? Us. Um, because until they bought Bruno Fernandez, they weren't very good. I mean, but they did buy Bruno Fernandez, so so they did. Yeah. Kind of have to give. <laughs> yeah. Kind of have to give them credit for that. And that brought them up from like an E. Oh wow. I gave them B minus for pretty much the same thing, but yeah, you have to take into account the fact that they bought him in January. There was still sort of pretty much half the season left to play, and they managed to turn it around and get that Champions League place. Uh, and they're still in the Europa League, aren't they? Are they? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they're playing Lask, which they're five nil up. So yeah, um, they'll, be, they'll be going to that tournament in Portugal. I imagine Ger- Germany. Oh well, then they could get a B if they win the Europa League. Yeah, they're basically Germany. They're, they're playing Copenhagen, right? Because they're going to qualify. Yeah. yeah. So first, the Champions League in Portugal, Europa League's in Germany. Oh, okay. sorry, I thought it was all in Portugal. Um, they're playing it at the same time. I don't think it'd be possible to have it in the same place. No, I thought it was just okay. Um, anyway, we digress. I thought it was just before. Um, but yeah, okay. So I mean, lost Palace at home and they drew to Villa at home earlier on in the season before they had that turn around didn't they um, and they did seem a little bit directionless but like we said they turned it around which is all you can ask all you can ask them to do I mean you say don't get position in the first place or is it they, they found a way to like I think you could say that they found a way to to play football by the by the end of the season and they have a, a front line that people get excited about they seem to have uh, um, reignited Paul Pogba's interest in playing football in Manchester for some reason, whether that's because he's out of options, who knows. But I think you maybe have to take into account as well that during that, that so-called, like you said, that slow period, they did spend a long time part of the season without Paul Pogba, who is, or was at the time, their, their biggest and best player. Um, I think as Justin pointed out the other day, that something that they I don't think they particularly have credit for, especially considering the the way that people were talking about David de Gea in the last couple of weeks about how how many goals he's apparently thrown in thrown in this season. The fact that they are they only conceded is it only four goals more than Liverpool? Uh, let me have a little look. What were you going to say, Scott? Um, oh, sorry, you're still talking. No, no, I just I. I think I think that you have to be careful with raising them, I suppose, to not kind of get caught up in the promise that next season that front three with this midfield now could be uh, 
quite impressive. Title contenders, maybe, <clears throat> or just a bit below. Maybe, I think they're obviously a bit below, but I think that uh, I think that people will expect them to challenge, even if they mm. don't ever expect them to win. They are with... thirty-three points behind Liverpool. I didn't say points; the goals. Yes, I can't find the goals, but you talk about challenging for the title next season. Mm. Yeah, that's next season, not this season. But how many? Still, they were closer to relegation than they were to the winning the league, right? They were, they were they were 32 points away from relegation, 33 points from Liverpool. So, yes, they were. <laughs> but how many points from Man City away from Liverpool? Uh, 18. Well, there you go. Like, let's be honest. No one, here, no one here really thinks that Man City, as a football club, are 18 points worse than Liverpool, do they? Tables don't lie. <laughs> That's literally what it says here. Oh, here he is with the rules. <laughs> You're not going to win an argument over him with that. I think uh, we've seen Manchester City get 100 points season four. Last last season, what was it? 98, 97, Liverpool 99 this season. I think Manchester United have to really go some challenge. I think we'll see a rejuvenated City next season. Liverpool possibly doing something similar. Um, I think whoever has got to go to the top three has got to make up 30-odd points uh, trying to get in that top two. Well, but that, that's on the suggest, that's on the idea that that teams winning teams winning the league are always going to have to score ninety seven points. Sure, you're you're suggesting that that's going to carry on, and that's not the anomaly. Um, I mean, recent seasons would suggest. I mean, okay, it's only been the last three seasons, but it shows what you have to reach the challenge for the leagues at the moment. And can you see the? Chelsea and United both finished on 66 points. Can you see either of yeah, them? But, but you can see Chelsea. Um, uh, can we not both see Chelsea and United being stronger contenders next season? All right, say Liverpool get 10 points less. Can you honestly see either of those two getting 89 points? I didn't say that I could thought that they could win the league, though. I thought someone I, I think I think I could see them... I think I could see them challenging for the league. I think I could see them getting... 80 points okay and I think that if, if they got 80 points and Liverpool won the league on 89 points I think you'd have to consider that people would consider that a title challenge alright fair enough okay right uh, we will go on to Chelsea next um, Scott what did you give them see only for their defence and their lovely goalkeeper who probably will be shipped out in the summer <laughs> Emma what did you Maybe? give oh sorry go on. They need they need a new defence because Frank Lampard has not sorted that out properly. No, Emma, what did you give him? I gave them a B minus mm-hmm. because uh, they did much better than I thought they would do, but also kept... <laughs> Adam, what did I give Man United? Don't know. B. You should, you should presumably got it written down in front of you. You think, wouldn't you? <laughs> um. I think I'll give them a B as well. All right, I gave them a B plus, so I'm happy to. Am I not allowed to elaborate on my point? What? I said, am I not allowed to elaborate on my point? Uh, Everyone else was allowed to. Um, well, seeing as you're in complete darkness and all I can see is your face and your hand, and you're looking sort of like scary David Blaine or something, then yes, you can. What? Because I'm in the darkness, that's why I'm allowed to elaborate. Yeah. Um. 
I just think people you have to remember that they did that amongst a transfer ban, and I think that what self imposed. Like, sure, but that's still the, 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 Frank Lampard didn't impose it on himself. No. Um, and what he's uh, what he's done, I suppose, you, you have to credit with some of the players that he's brought through. I do think that they have like. I don't think they play particularly exciting football. I'm never sort of excited to watch Chelsea play, which is why I'm not really psyched about the FA Cup final tomorrow. But with doing that, you you can't overlook the fact that they can't defend on the counter-attack. And I think that they have... I think I saw a stat saying that they have conceded the most goals on the counter-attack in the Premier League this season, which... um, also coincides with the fact that last season Derby conceded the most goals on the counter-attack in the Championship, which might suggest something about the limitations of a certain Mr Lambert, who I really enjoyed seeing described as Tim Sherwood with GCSEs. <laughs> who described him as that? <laughs> Can't remember. <laughs> Is that with or without the GLA? I think if you've got the GCSEs, you've got the smart wear the GLA. <laughs> There's certain Tim Sherwood who's at Swindon for 2016-17. Scott, why did you give them your score? Um, The defence, and as Adam said, they're they're not really good. It's not really good easy on the eye football. It's it's been quite stodgy. Yeah. And the goalkeeping situation, that needs to be addressed ASAP. I'm not sure it will be. It's going to rumble on. I'm not I've, sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you do. I have, I have the same thought about Manchester United. Even if Manchester United wanted to do something, um, I think David de Gea is the highest-paid goalkeeper in the world. Where, and Kepa must be on a huge chunk of money because he's the most expensive goalkeeper in the world. Where do you put these players? Where do they? Where do they go? You haven't got Real Madrid, Barcelona, but I mean, none of them are wanting in, in goalkeepers. Who can afford to take Kepper off Chelsea's hand at any near what the... Even if Chelsea were willing to give him away for free, who's gonna, who's willing to pay his wages? I would suggest that while you're also thinking that if you were going to throw money at a young goalkeeper, you'd go to Milan, wouldn't you, and get Don Rumour? I would also go to Atletico Madrid, but that's going to happen. Because hmm. I heard that rumour that Jan Oblak could be going to Stamford Bridge. and Never going to happen. Don't see that happening. You've got to get rid of the one they've got first. Yeah. I know. Exactly. They've got Caballero right there. <laughs> he can probably remember the 1988 Olympics. He's that old. <laughs> <laughs> I did see a I did see a story linking Chelsea. Uh, they're so desperate to be linked with goalkeepers. I've seen them linked with Henderson or Black. Um, today was a new one, and that was Test Stegen today. So <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> good, good luck them for trying. What's his what, clause? What, I mean, we're what, desperate, what, but we're not going to sell to Stegen. What if they sign Stegen for like £120 million and then you buy <laughs> Kepa <laughs> you buy Kepa <laughs> then for £100 million? Yeah. Well, we seem to like those deals. Seems to be Barcelona's move this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, next we're going to go to Leicester. Emma, what score did you give Leicester in fifth place? Uh, a C. Alright. Scott? 
same just because they they're before lockdown they were a team who liked to play once a week and after lockdown they were not a week okay uh emma why did you give them your c well pre-lockdown a post-lockdown d c middle ground okay so it was like an average figure yeah all right adam what did you give them uh, a minus. Go on then. I gave them a B plus. So, are we thinking the same thing? This is their second best season ever. Second best season ever, or at least for a long time. And while obviously what happened happened, and we don't know what what we can't predict what would have happened in a quote unquote normal world. I think that that us. Both Scott and Emma have alluded to. They were hardly hit hard, sorry, by the um, by the restart, and they they were never able to get momentum or or adjust to playing as often. They were hit badly during that period with injuries to key players. But the Uh, the um, uh, their laps started before lockdown. That's more sort of New Year that started, wasn't it? Slowly, but there's a difference. What do you have a sort of a dip in form and you have a sort of a cratering in form as to what happened after after restart they, they could be two different things right you need to sort of it's hard to touch more periods in time yeah plus they got the golden boot winner as well so I mean they certainly I mean you don't get any awards for that there's this individual awards no but it shows their style of play was um, was certainly leading to goals for quite some time for one player one player, but he was getting the goals. So it showed well, they yeah. were it, they were in the running for. Well, what time. I'm saying is, Leicester could have scored just 23 goals all season, and Vardy would have won the Golden Boot. The Golden Boot <laughs> is not a sign of a team that scores goals. Okay, all right. Um, next one, Spurs. Uh, I gave them a C. Uh, thankfully, she's not here. Uh, Adam, what did you give them? Um, yeah, I think I have a go C minus, perhaps. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that um as much as it, a man who's never afraid to self-promote in Joseph, your friend, your friend, Joseph Mourinho, <laughs> yeah. uh, did point out that I, I believe that his form since taking over at, um, <clears throat> at White Hart Lane would have led to, was equivalent to finishing fourth, which is relatively on pace for what Tottenham would expect, but that's obviously not the season as a whole, right? And they've had the, the collapse, the ugliness of getting rid of Pochettino, you have to take it all into account. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I gave them the C because, I mean, they've regressed from last season, haven't they? They haven't qualified for the Champions League um, and they had sat their manager due to poor form. Scott, what did you give them? I seem minus, but I nearly went D. And I really? put my notes, I put on my notes, I put meh. No <laughs> question mark. Just because you've got, you, you've got to save the meh for the really, but the the D's for the really bad teams. Oh, just wait for another London-based club in two places time. <laughs> um, just for Mourinho, um, he said he would never celebrate uh, with his team for re- reaching the Europa League. What did he do after the Crystal Palace game? Oh yeah, I've just got to that bit of the Jonathan, the, uh, Jonathan Wilson Barcelona book. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, it's amazing how you... The Sorry, Jason Mourinho being a hypocrite. <laughs> no, never. I'm uncomfortable with this whole conversation. <laughs> Emma, what did you give them? I gave them a C. Yeah. Because I would have given them lower, but they did actually finish the season quite well. They did, yes, they did. But they finished it well and got to where they finished because they had such a poor start, I suppose. Well, that's not how that works. Like they... What? Go on. What, you... what I'm saying is they finished well, not like where they finished was good, because they still finished in a bad position. Yeah, okay, sorry, yeah. Fine. I didn't explain myself very well there, but yeah, okay. Um, right, Wolves. I gave Wolves an A. Uh, Scott, what did you give them? B. Adam, you shook your head. Mm. Yeah. Presume you've uh, seen written down there. Yeah, it said Chris is wrong. <laughs> um, I would go with I would go with Chris. Uh, I'll go with Scott's B. All right, Emma. I gave them an A as well. Ah, oh, see. Right. Why did you go? On? We'll find out why they're wrong, and then I'll ask you, Emma. <laughs> Scott, why did you give uh, give them a B? Um, it's been a long season for them and, and they do really play some really good easy on the eye football it's really progressive it's really attack minded and Nuno's got the best out of probably three or four players this season in Adama Traore remember Adama Traore was playing like right wing back and he's pushed them up even further forward and he's just causing a lot of chaos Raul Jimenez has just become an absolute brilliant striker this season and if he does leave Wolves which I really hope he doesn't he will cost someone a lot of money and plus they're still in Europe and they've got a good tie against Olympiacos coming up okay Adam why are you wrong why am I wrong um contradiction in terms (laughs) um I I don't think it's I don't think it's a surprise that Wolves are a good team anymore so so once you've set the benchmark of last season I don't think you can then you then have to beat you then have to move I don't really feel that like they've really kicked on from what they did last season to what they did do now and I kind of have some space some, somewhere to go in case they do win the Europa League alright Emma so B B okay could go up alright Emma what did you give them the right answer see this is where you're wrong <laughs> Because actually sustaining what they did last season is a pretty big achievement. In fact, they've probably done a bit better because I would imagine they've got more points than they had last season. And they are in the latter stages of the Europa League. And their season started an awful long time ago. Yeah, they've basically been playing for an entire year. And I think I think they play great football. I think Jimenez is a... I would love to have him at Barcelona. He's incredible. I think uh, I think they're great. And I think actually just sustaining what they achieved, which, you know, you would... People might have considered to be a fluke. Yeah. They sustained it. That's worth an A. Excellent. I th- I'll leave that as the right answer. We'll go on to Arsenal. Uh, Adam, what did you give Arsenal? Hold on, I'm busy working out how many points, how many more points Wolves got this season than last season. All right. <laughs> Oh, a whole two. Well done. Still That's still improvement, Adam. It's improvement. <laughs> the, the line goes up. Uh, the Adam, line goes where I want it to go. <laughs> Adam, what did you give Arsenal? 
Arsenal. Yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be really harsh and give Arsenal a D. Ooh, is this our first D? Yeah. Go on then. Why have you done that? Because they've been rubbish and they're still going to be rubbish. And I think that they're about to play a game in. They're, they're about to play a game tomorrow, which is the, I think is the, their last chance of qualifying for the 2021-22 Champions League. Basically, what I'm saying is they've got no chance of qualifying for the Champions League next season. So if they don't qualify for Europa League this season and then win it next year, they're never going to be in the Champions League again. Gotcha. That's how bad Arsenal are. All right. Uh, Emma, what did you give them? C minus. Yeah? Almost a C. C plus if they win the FA Cup. So there's room for movement on that one. Exactly. Okay. Debatable. Uh, go on then, what did you give them? Uh, I'm going to add to Adam's D. Mm-hmm. I also went D. Okay. And in my, in my notes, I just put Arsenal to Arsenal. <laughs> meh. <laughs> <laughs> so just because I, 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 I get the impression we're not going to talk an awful lot about the FA Cup. Uh, um, no, I wasn't going to mention it. Yeah. So I'm going to keep on puncturing it in there because it's the greatest club competition in the uh, <laughs> So it needs to get mentioned every once in a while. Is it better Magi- than the Copa del Rey? Magical. Better than the Anglo-Italian Cup, which is now defunct. Um, Anglo-Italian Cup was fantastic. So I was talking to my uh, my Arsenal supporting um, friend yesterday and I asked him what he thought about the game um, tomorrow. And he said it depends which Arsenal is going to turn up. Um, uh, but then we pointed out that against Wolves, both of them turned up, so you can have disaster and, <laughs> and triumph in a short period of time. And that's just Arsenal in our all right. But I feel that they put two good games together and the media starts talking about all this progress and then they're just absolutely diabolical again. Yeah, I mean, in the post-lockdown table, they are 10th. They're pretty much straight down the middle. Um Next one, Sheffield United. I've given them a A plus. Scott, what did you give them? Uh, B. B. Okay, what did you give them? B. I've been really impressed with Chris Wilde. He's a very good. I tell you, he's t- tell you, like, he's an excellent coach, and he's been there a while. He's taken them up from League One to Championship to Premier League, and he's brought this style of football, which I don't think the Premier League saw overlapping for uh, bucks, and it's it's really good to watch. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I gave them an A plus because I think they would have finished. They would have taken seventeenth at the start of the season. They oh, finished God. an awful lot higher than that. And many of the players they're doing it with are uh, Championship or League One players. So that's why I've given them an A plus myself. Um, Emma, what have you given them? I gave them an A. Yeah, for the same reasons. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you compare them with their other two teams that got promoted with them they look like world beaters yeah Adam what did you give them uh, an A minus an A minus okay yeah I, I, I quite like Scott's assertion that um, that, they, that the, anyone no one in the Premier League watches the championship and just taking it by storm but at the same time I don't watch the championship so <laughs> well I remember <laughs> at the start of the season Danny Mills on Talk Sports saying he thought Sheffield United would struggle because they play negative football I mean it... yeah I know <laughs> so yeah uh, Ben um, sorry I just... the only reason I've given them an A- is I I think that, that they kind of let a really good opportunity slide a little bit 
Yeah, okay, I understand that. Uh, Burnley, I've given C and just read, wrote meh. I put C and put Deitch, Paul. <laughs> Isn't it time that they just fuck off? Quite possibly. <laughs> it's Burnley doing Burnley things, isn't it? it that's literally very... what it is. Would you call them pragmatic? It's like meat and potatoes. You're never going to get anything more exciting from them. Have they been up, like, have they reached that sort of... Surely they're going to reach a stage where they're like a malaise or sitting and they're just going to get relegated. It's got to happen sooner rather than later. Didn't that happen almost two years ago when they got to Europe, then got beat in the qualifiers and almost got relegated? The concern is that so many teams are trying to do it that it might not, that they're going to survive. Even when they do do it, they'll still survive. Palace will just fuck it up even more than them. (laughs) Emma, what did you give them? D for Dyke (laughs) Balls. Should we move on quickly then before it stinks? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, Southampton, uh, Emma, what did you give them? Uh, I gave them a C. Yeah? Um, which seems about fair, really. Um, they're not exactly spectacular, are they? But they did really well to turn it around after getting beaten night. No. Yeah, I gave them a B for that reason. Um, and they also managed to beat Chelsea away as well. Uh, the easiest thing to do, I suppose, would have been accept Noodle's resignation, which I think he offered. Um, but they stuck with him and um, they seem to pay dividends for it. That's why. I and mean, he I've has given... turned Danny Ings into a, a yeah. get him on the plane for the Euros type guy, haven't they? Yeah, he'll, exactly. He'll be leading a line with Harry Kane next season, I reckon, for Euro 2021. Yeah. What score did you give them then, Scott? Uh, I went with C and exactly the same reason as you and Emma said. Just put amazing fight back after the 9-0 defeat and the system that they beat them. And they've got very important wins at the end of the season. Yes. Um, Adam, what did you give them? I gave them two grades. <clears throat> I've given them an A for A plus for their away form and an F for their home form. Do you know, if I was going to pick a this podcast to go rogue and do something poncy like that, it'd be you. It'd be you. <laughs> Everton. Adam, I'll let you do this one. You looking at me? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll award my second D of the season. Are you really gone then? Yeah. How come then? Um, well, we finished like 12. What more do you want? <laughs> Okay, so was there absolutely nothing redeeming about this season? No decent victories over anybody in particular? I mean, we're managed by Carlo Ancelotti. That's a slightly redeeming from the beginning of the season. Yeah, okay. But squad needs a lot of work. Letting Baines is retired. A lot of, it's a lot, a lot of sadness. Yeah, there is if he goes. Scott, what did you give him? Uh, has, gone. has gone, he's retired. Show him some, show him some respect. <laughs> he didn't retired. even realise he'd gone. Yeah. Disrespectful. I realised he'd gone. No. I did. I read it today <laughs> when I was researching about them. Uh, Scott, what did you sure. give? Sure. Uh, I also went D. Squad needs trimming a lot, doesn't it? It needs a yeah. lot of work. Scott, it's, it's of... okay. For, it's okay for me to say it, but you shouldn't. It's like it's like I can slag off my own family, but you can't slag them off. A D. S- stick that knife yeah. in, Scott. Plus Ancelotti. <laughs> got sacked from his last two jobs in not very good circumstances. I wonder if it if it doesn't start well next season. I think he could be gone. Okay, Emma, what did you give him? Well, Scott stuck the knife in. I'm going to twist it. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I give them a D minus. D minus. <laughs> Brilliant. Go on then. Justify that well, low score. I'm really waiting to see what the rest of the grades are like. Otherwise, I'm going to have a real issue with this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, we sold Everton some really good players. And I'm very disappointed. <laughs> Look what they've done to Andre Gomez. Yeah, broken him again. <laughs> He's going to be depressed. <laughs> We're going to have to take but, him home and look after him. But didn't Barcelona break him in the first place after oh, his for putting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gave him a C for very similar reasons to the lot of you. Um, I also gave Newcastle a B. Scott, what did you give Newcastle? D plus. D plus? Yes. We're a world away there, aren't we? Well, uh, if I tell you why I gave them a B and then you sort of counteract that with your D, okay? So I gave yeah. it to them for, I think most people, uh, when Rafa left and Steve Bruce came in, sort of shook their heads if they're honest Newcastle fans. They've had the takeover and boardroom up people uh, hanging over them for quite some time. They beat Spurs away uh, and Manchester City, um, sorry, Manchester United at home got a draw against Man City and Maximum and um, Almer have been pretty exciting at times of seasons. So that's why I gave them a B. So you're D plus then. They spent 42 million on Joel Linton, who's been a flop. I read that. Yeah, I know that. And where I sort of read, read somewhere, to you, he's um, been trying very hard, which I you know, you know, it's like a, everyone gets a sticker. Sort of. Also, I'd put strain seas of off the field problems. <sighs> Trying very hard is the bare minimum I want from my yeah. Okay. Bare minimum. Ba- yeah. Um, I don't think this off the field problems has helped them. Also, I don't like. Don't think Steve Bruce is a good enough for them. No. Also, the the style of football was very very defensive. Five four one at home. What would you expect them to do with that squad and with the uh, the fact that Rafa left? What would you expect Bruce to do? He was not hiding okay. to nothing when he came in. If he came in and oh. then gone sort of like all total football 1974, he would have got stumped, stuffed and he would have been gone by October. I can't. I don't think that's in his DNA in the first place. No? No, if he just switches it up and just goes like 4-3, 4 Yeah. And you've got a good winger, good playmaker and a good attacking midfielder, and you're there. Okay. Scott, what you, uh, Adam, sorry, what did you give them? Newcastle. I, I would give them a C. Um, because I think that I think that uh, Steve Bruce has outperformed people's... Steve Bruce on his own notice has outperformed people's expectations, just, just as he said. And I think that a lot of people had... Um, had Newcastle pegged as being a lot worse than they than achieving a lot less than they actually did. And I don't think there was never sort of any contention they were ever in a relegation at any point in the season. So okay. I think that's a pretty at the moment, considering what Newcastle uh, Newcastle are, that's a about at the the average sort of season for them, right? So I think that's a C. All right, Emma. Uh, D pretty dire aren't they you were excited by um, uh, some maximum and Almeron? not even a little bit and i think that if you are disappointed that the empire did not take over your football club then i think you've got to look at yourself a little bit nobody wants Saudi Arabia running the football club 
Uh, lots of people with um, Saudi Arabian flags in their Twitter bios did. Yeah, and that's a problem. Mm. That's, that's just fundamentally wrong. Yeah. Uh, okay, right. So, Palace, um, Emma, what did you give them? Uh, D, they're not very good. <laughs> you scored them that highly. <laughs> I gave them an E. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Scott, what did you give them? Uh, D minus. All right, Adam. I'm struggling now because I'd quite like to go as low as an, as low as you because they've been absolutely diabolical yeah. this second half of the season. But if my logic for Newcastle was they were never really in a relegation fight, and that's the kind of level of club they are, then I think I'm going to go C minus because I have to keep my logic with Newcastle but the minus is for how bad they've been was, I just the second half of the season I just didn't find anything interesting about Crystal Palace at all this season Wolf Zaha's not had the best of seasons he's oh, not been sure. sure I agree with you but I've put myself in a I've I've, I've got myself in a lot into a, a tangle with Newcastle there, so I'll just <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough is, uh, is that reason why Zaha has not been good is that because of a potential 65 million pound move last summer did not happen yeah quite possibly quite possibly then it, you know is that not up to Roy to get the best out of him yeah true also I do think maybe Roy has probably outlived his welcome do you think there could be a new manager anytime soon at Palace possibly I mean they tried you an exciting with the board didn't they and yeah, look at how that ended up, and look how he ended up in America. Yeah, so they've sort of gone to the extreme opposite, haven't they, I suppose, with, yeah. with Roy. Yeah, I mean, they lost seven out of their last eight figures. It's just nothing... They're just there, aren't they? Say it, meh. Meh, exactly. <laughs> um, right, Brighton. Adam, what did you give Brighton? See, this, this, is, why I should, this is why I should have done it ahead of time. I could have then looked at or graded them against each other, couldn't I? I'm going to give Brighton a bit. Oh, okay. Go on then. Um, I think that they have bought in Graham Potter and transformed to the football they play and are a much more interesting and exciting team to watch and it hasn't affected their league table position. So I think that I think that everyone I think that the bright, the, the board or the hierarchy at Brighton will be very happy with the season considering because I think they've achieved everything they wanted to achieve yeah okay um, Scott what did you give them at first I I put D plus but now I'm going to see um, progressive football look where they were last season to look where they are now uh, Chris Hutton got them up by the skin of their teeth and they've got a more progressive coach played more progressive football and they've got players who are who actually are willing to play better football for them and they might be brought in two players for next season. That will help them next season. Yeah, Lallana's quite an acute signing. Oh, it was cute signing for them, wasn't he? And, um, Chris, about... Chris, Scott's copying my homework. <laughs> oh, <that's sad. laughs> Mr. Ettingham, Mr. <laughs> also, they've got Veltman, who I gather James is probably bouncing off the walls and with excitement seeing him playing in the Premier League. <laughs> uh, I gave him a C plus. What did you give them, Emma? D plus. Yeah. They're just there, aren't they? Yes. I mean, have they really kicked on season? I'm trying to think. No. Yes, because they play better. But they made changes yeah. and they they coped with them. 
but what would what would you rather? Job. Would you would you rather they stayed in the same position but played better football, or just went full on Burnley and ended up tenth? Every season, glorious failure, I suppose. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that'd be fun, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be. Um, West Ham, I gave a D. Um, Adam, what did you give? That's very generous. Uh, yeah, you're 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 very generous. Well, yeah, I mean, so I had a little look at some of their results. So, I mean, they finished the season well to pull out the relegation zone, which arguably you could say they shouldn't really be in. Um, they've got a decent squad, uh, but. I looked at I looked at some of their results and I looked at January. So in one week in January, or one uh, sorry, in one month in what well, in the month of January, they lost two 0 to Liverpool, four one to Leicester, drew one one with Everton, um, lost in the cup to West Brom, and lost one nil I think to Sheffield United. So they also uh, beat Bournemouth on New Year's Day. Yeah. Okay. Did they? Okay. So um, that's yeah. Maybe maybe I did mark them too high. They went out in the League Cup as well to your team, Adam Oxford. Um, so, yeah, maybe a D is too high. Maybe I should go D minus with that one. I'm really afraid by yeah by any of you, Scott. What did yeah, you go that's for? Still generous. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I went E plus. Did you? Okay. Yeah. It just <sighs> stability off the pitch. Spent a lot of money and a lot of players that have not worked at all this season. Okay. Adam, you're not in your head. What did you give? Them? Uh, um, I'm going to go with D minus. Yeah, yeah. Um, as E's not a real grade, it doesn't exist, does it? You go to D and then you fail, really. I got an F in GCSE maths. Yeah, F exists. Yeah, I don't think there are really D. I don't. Think, I've never heard of anyone really getting an E. Well, I got an F in GCSE maths and then a retook. Well, you keep got... saying that. And then, uh, <laughs> I retook <laughs> as well because I'm about the alphabet. Yeah, I retook it and got another F. So I retook it for a third time and got a D. So I'm guessing the three of those added together equal an A. Is that right? Is that how it works? <laughs> Maybe. You're an accountant. Three, you should know these things. Three wrongs don't make a right. Oh, really? <laughs> Damn. Um, exactly what... Uh, when, I was, when I was just thinking, sat here sort of coming up with the grade on the hoof just then, um, I was thinking a little bit that... Well, they've stayed up. They've all there, so they. But they did have to go back to the the David Boys well, which isn't ideal for anyone. Um, but it then dawned on me that the season's been so so long that they've just managed to slowly uh, erode away at, at what people's expectations were of them. And I've completely forgotten <laughs> that I sat in a room with West Ham fans claiming they were going to finish in the top six at the beginning of the season. Did you? <laughs> all, all the, and how they'd signed all these players and they were brilliant. I'm so glad we signed Haller and Real Madrid can waste their money on, <laughs> waste their money on Jovic and, and stuff like this. So I think that this has been close to... No, I'm going back. They, they can have an F. They can have an F. This is a failure. Okay. Emma, are you as harsh? Yeah, I gave them an F as well. Did you? Yeah. Pow. Because they spent a lot of money and got zero return from it. They took, and I'm aggrieved because they took. Uh, they bought um, Fornals from Villarreal, who is an incredible player, and ruined him. I, d- I don't know what happened to him, where he is, what became of him. And then just not very good watch, are they? Uh, no. 65 F. million 
65 million they spent on Haller and Fornells. That's a ridiculous amount. Um, okay, right, so... Add to, that, add to that, they spent the season before that on, like, Felipe Anderson and... Yamalenko and... Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so how much this, has been, this has been... This isn't just... This isn't like a where they finally opened the checkbook. This, this is a, a couple of seasons of that and just nothing and... Yeah. And you just know that they, you just know because I'm I'm fairly sure that David Moyes again only signed a contract at the end of the season. You know <laughs> that there's going to be another relatively washed up superstar brand name manager come in to a, achieve. It's just the West Ham way. Pards has been there, isn't he? I'm no, it. I'm talking about a proper. I said I'm talking about a proper washed up superstar manager, like like they did with Pellegrini. There's going to uh, be okay. another. Yeah. What's Roberto Mancini up to? He's Italian national team manager. <laughs> Not quite as washed Frank, up. Frank, Frank De Boer. Frank I'm De Boer, yeah. It. I'm calling it now. God, then he's out of a job, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, okay, right, so next one is Villa. I gave a B minus. They survive. That's really all you can expect. Um, say a B minus? Yeah. That's quite generous for just surviving. There is, an Aston, there is an Aston Villa tax as well. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? E. I gave him an It's e. like bear tax. What's that? Is it? Is a tax for being Aston Villa? <laughs> is that another club for you to support? Yeah, always been a big fan of this. Sure. Oh, God. I always want the Midland teams to do well. You and David Cameron. He's West Ham fan. Is he though? Because he said <laughs> Aston Villa as well. Colours are similar. Yeah. He's probably a big Fiorentina fan as well. Um. You have to remember that they did also, didn't they also stay up because of the Hawkeye thing that yeah. didn't work? No, they stayed up because of how they performed over 37 or 38 games. Mm, that goal was pretty important. Uh, yeah. It wasn't just that, was it? Bournemouth were just well, awful for a long time. It, it wasn't just that. that. But, but if they didn't get that point, they would have gone down. But you didn't know how that would have gone. No, right. Okay, no, no, stop your argument there. Because when that game was taking place... Yep. They were in the relegation zone. Yep. That was a game that they needed to play to get level on games with everyone else. Yep. They didn't know how long football was going on for. So even when it was nil-nil, yep. they still really needed to win that game. Yeah. So they should have been trying to score throughout that game and failed completely. But the pattern of the game would have completely changed. Instead of it being a goal kick, it would have been a kickoff from a centre circle and the game could have played out completely differently. Right, so I'm not getting into chaos theory with you here. <laughs> That's literally how it works. What I'm saying is they were trying to score the whole time and failed. Yeah. But from different so passages of play... Oh, fuck off. <laughs> what is true, though? The evidence suggests that they were unable to score against Sheffield United. The evidence, yeah, well, if you look at how they performed post there, they uh, went, was it 10 points from the last four games they got? Their revival yeah, could have started which, earlier. Which would have been 1.2 few <laughs> if they hadn't got... <laughs> but you didn't know how that... Could... Would, if that goal would still... If, if it had been given... Yeah. The thing that Aston Villa still had to do wouldn't have changed. You don't know that. I do. You they don't still because would have needed to score. Yeah, because it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been a goal Emma, kick. Emma would... understands the argument I'm going to make earlier. It wouldn't have been a goal kick. It would have been a kick off from the centre circle, yeah, and the different passage still, of play would have still, happened. There's still like 70 minutes of the game left. They still yeah. they needed to score two goals. The game could have been completely different, and they didn't score also, any goals. Also, my 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 point 
about why Aston Villa don't deserve this. So I haven't been asked to give them a grade yet, but I'm going to give them a. I'm going to give them an F for just morals. Is the fact that <laughs> Dean Smith made such a stink about the Leeds goal in the running in the Championship last season when Leeds let them walk through and score and score to equalise it. Everyone, everyone knew at half of that game that that goal should have um, should have counted. If Dean Smith was a man of his word and had any honour about him, he would have let Sheffield United score at kickoff as they started the second half. So, should a referee give a throw in the way you expect teams to? That's not the. That's not the same because the, literally the reason we have the goal the goal line technology is because it gives binary decisions. And you I know. know I'm pulling your leg. <laughs> yeah. I do, I do still believe in what I said earlier about different passages of play, so, but I don't think we'll agree on that. So, Scott, what were you going to say? Uh, I gave them an E just because they spent a shitload of money on attackers and defenders, and they haven't scored, and they've conceded a lot of goals. Bob was injured for quite a long time, wasn't he? And, and so was John McGinn. And they spent a lot of money on, is it Samata? I think they spent 20 million on him and 20 million on Wesley. Yeah, well, he was injured. He was injured. Yeah. Okay. Emma, did you get your uh, score? Don't, uh, don't buy injured players. That's like me complaining about Yerry Mina. And also, <laughs> yeah. Pepe Reina is their goalkeeper. Oh, Pepe, what a man. Um, Emma, have you given them a score yet? Uh, I gave them an E because you... they get an A plus for luck. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Uh, all right then, Bournemouth. Scott, what did you give Bournemouth? I nearly gave me you. But oh, really? I went with that. I went with that. Okay. It was time. It was what? Sorry, Blo- time. It yes. was time. Bloated yeah. squads. Very, very scatter gun approach to their transfers, and it didn't pay off. Yeah, I gave them an F as well. I kind of feel that Bournemouth have still got a lot of players they came they got promoted with and the players they bought to be of Premier League quality haven't been Dominic Solanke and Jordan Ibe they just they've kept on to the wrong place too long and they've recruited poorly which is why they've gone down like sort of you're laughing all the way to the bank with that money aren't you for those <laughs> uh, players go on, Bournemouth Adam um, I'm gonna I would give them a D minus okay. because I think that yes they've gone I think that they have spent five years sort of uh, messing with everyone's mind and sort of their expectations of what Bournemouth are capable of when you talk about their resources and where they're... If we're going to have the argument about what Man City should be achieving with their resources, what Bournemouth have achieved with their resources has probably been quite remarkable when you talk about a stadium of that holds 15,000 people and all this sort of stuff. And I, while I kind of point about those players uh, on board and you can sort of see it when you if you just talk about them I think that the evidence is going to suggest maybe slightly to the counter when I think that they're going to make an, a, they've just sold Nathan Aki for £50 million I think that they've got I think they're going to they could easily clear over £100 million in a couple of other players that they could move on from that squad who are definite Premier League quality Um 
So, yeah, go. obviously they never would have wanted to get relegated. I think that if just Hawkeye would work properly, they obviously wouldn't be in this position. And, yeah, they, they didn't want to go down, but they have gone down. But that maybe should have always been expected every, nearly every season, and they've sort of fought against those odds. Okay. Emma? I gave them an E. Yeah? Yeah, they got relegated. They're not very good. Fair enough. Uh, Watford. Adam, what did you give Watford? F. F minus. Yeah? Um, I, I made... I. I realised I made the point in last week's pod about saying the correlation between teams that have had three managers and getting relegated, and I reckon it's quite strong. And then I realised afterwards they've had four managers. So that's even worse. <laughs> okay, uh, Scott? F. Yeah. No, exactly the same point. Crazy owner, no stability, four coaches. Emma? Emma on mute? Oh, I muted myself there. Um... Who are we talking about? Watford. Watford, yeah. Oh, you. <laughs> oh, I remember they've got Delafeu. You plus. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and finally, Norwich. I went with a C, kind of what we expected, really, wasn't it? I nearly went you, but I went F. Yeah. Okay, Adam. Uh, I'm going to go D minus because, yes, it's what we expected, but there was just no challenge like not even I think what we expected was Norwich to get relegated you always would hope that a team would get relegated in some sort of challenge yeah do you, do you think that was championship squad built for the Premier League what do you mean I think it's this, a championship squad or it was a, a squad built for the Premier League to to fight in the championship next season yeah they've they had any okay Emma yeah. oh sorry Emma uh, well, I didn't even bother to learn any of the names of the Norwich players because <laughs> I was pretty sure that they were going to get relegated. You wouldn't so, have to remember them for long. Yeah, so an F because basically did what exactly I expected. Okay. Fair enough. Right, okay, so that's our Premier League team roundup. So we're now going to go, so we're going to have one word answers for this so we can catch up a bit of time. Uh, Scott, your player of the year. Oh, God. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne. Adam? Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Emma? De Bruyne. I said Kevin De Bruyne as well. Uh, Manager of the year, Emma? Uh, Nuno Espirito. Yeah? From Wolves. Yeah. Adam? Uh, Am I allowed Jose (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I will go with... Chris Wilder. All right. Scott? Same as Adam, because I was thinking Chris Wilder. I went for Nuno as well. Uh, flop of the year, Adam. Flop no, of the year? I'm not saying you're a flop of the year. I want your answer. But you are as well, right? <laughs> Never. Go on. I didn't realise flop of the year was coming out. I'll work it out. Quickly. All right. Okay, I went Danny Drinkwater. Uh, Scott, you got your hand in there. Joe Wellington. Joe Wellington. Emma? Yeah, it's got to be Zwellington, hasn't it, really? Okay, and Adam? Oh, this is coming on quicker than I was hoping. <laughs> um... Just say Danny Drinkwater. <laughs> Don't say it's that. It's the right answer. Yeah, yeah, Zwellington. It was okay. either him or David Louise. Uh, yeah, no. okay. 
David Luiz is entertaining. Yes. No, you that, get what you pay for never... David Luiz. <laughs> uh, goal of the year, uh, Scott. I was torn between this. Go on. Uh, so Sun versus, is it Burnley? Oh, yeah, yeah. Goal? Yeah, so I'll go with that. All right, Adam. I can't remember very many goals <laughs> at the moment. I have, I'm not very good at remembering this. I'm going to go just very short term this because literally I'm going to go with Ke- one of the one. I'm not even sure which one it was, but the goal Kevin De Bruyne scored on the weekend. I thought <laughs> it's the first game to my head. I genuinely thought you were going to say the one that you scored when you lost three one to Bournemouth last week. So, Emma, uh, I also picked Stone versus Burnley I nearly went with that I changed my mind to Gabriel Martinelli against Chelsea where he ran the length oh of the he hit the length of the pitch I almost uh, was it Dawson for Watford with the overhead kick yeah or Ben, or ben Chilwell's goal against Watford literally about two minutes earlier <laughs> yeah could do either of those right let's do our teams of the year I picked these in a 4-3-3 formation so um, in goal I've got Dean Henderson Emma I also have Dean Henderson okay hang on let me just get another piece of paper yeah, okay. And Scott? I've gone 4 4 2. Don't hit me. I'm no, sorry. Put, put, put your right midfielder, um, sorry, put your your left midfielder as one of the front three. Okay, that's fine. That's all right. Yeah, that's easy. We'll, do, that. we'll, do, it, we'll, we'll do it like Garth Crooks. <laughs> so it's like a 4 6. If Garth, if Garth Crooks can do it, we can do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Scott, here we go. Uh, Dean Henderson. All right, Adam. Dean Henderson. Excellent. Right, okay. Um, right back. Um, Adam, who'd you go for? Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Emma? Yeah, Alexander-Arnold. So did I. We all went for him, did we? Oh, this could, yeah. um, this could be quite easy. <laughs> the reception. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yes. Yes, I must have done. Okay, first centre-back, Scott. Uh, Virgil van Dijk. Yeah, Adam. Yeah. Emma? Unfortunately, yes. Oh, this is I, I went for Virgil van Dijk as well. Uh, okay, second centre back. I went uh, James Tarkowski. Um, Connor, Connor Cody for me. Okay, Adam. Uh, I'm Harry Maguire. Okay, Emma. I also picked Connor Cody. Okay, I, yeah, I nearly went with the Wolves centre back. Uh, I only went with Tarkowski because Nick Pope claimed twenty four, uh, sorry, fifteen clean sheets. This season, and I thought the Tarkaski must have had a, a lot to do with that. A lot did go for Sainchi, um on a lot of the websites I've read. So why didn't you go for Nick Pope as your goalkeeper? Because uh, I thought Dean Henderson uh, for a promoted team did better. Fair enough. I I just want to explain my um, my Harry Maguire shout. It didn't raise as many eyebrows as I thought it was going to. Okay. But... <laughs> Um, it's just an extension of the logic I, I had earlier about Manchester United only conceding four more goals and David De Gea apparently throwing them in and Harry Maguire played all 38 games. OK, fair enough. I nearly went with a Wolves uh, defender, so I'm happy to go with Connor Cody for you are, Adam. Well, we did that. it wouldn't matter, was it? That's not how, <laughs> that's not how democracy works, Chris. <laughs> right, left back. I went for uh, Andy Robertson. <laughs> I, I'll stop you here. I'm fairly sure he's going to get one of four votes. Yeah. I'm well aware that I was probably in a minority with that. <laughs> Emma, what did you go for? Uh, I actually picked, as much as I think he's an objectionable little rat, also picked <laughs> Robertson. <Jesus> right. <laughs> Scott, can I please appeal to you to change yours to match my one? Because otherwise, 
this is gonna we need at least a bit a tiebreaker here. <laughs> I don't know. No, go on. Scott, who are you going uh, for? No, uh, uh, Scott, Scott, who are you going for? To quote Rick uh, to quote Shawn Michaels to Rick Flair, sorry, I love you. I went with Andy Stevens. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Andy. <laughs> I am willing to change mine. Yeah, I know. hate Robert. Yes. Why? Yeah, just because you hate him doesn't mean he's a bad player. And I, I couldn't could... think of any. I could not think of another uh, fullback who had a particularly good season. I mean, you've got all his assists. I to change mine because I, I hate say, Andy say, Robertson. Say Ben Chilwell. Say <laughs> Ben Chilwell. I went for Ben Chilwell. <laughs> then Ben Chilwell it is. <laughs> <laughs> I... Andy Robertson literally was the best left back of the season. You're you're, you're yeah. only not voting for him because you don't like him. Does anybody like? Nobody should like him. He's uh, he's, well, he's fucking he awful. He rubbed Messi's head when we lost in the outfield. And then he cried because you couldn't beat Atletico Madrid, even though he gave it the big one after the draw in the. Uh, I knew Lisa Vicente Calderon then. It's not that anymore. <laughs> but still, he's a, oh, horrible. Okay. That's the, uh, the, tr- that's, tr- when it, when that's when true, Cat- sorry, I was just going to say, that's true Catalan uh, Emma Garcia there sticking up for a Madrid club. <laughs> I like Atletico Madrid. I've got no problem when, with them. When it rains, he looks like someone's tried to have a puppy in a stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not a lovable puppy. No, no. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I, I'm just, looks like someone trying to drown a rodent in a stream. <laughs> Better. Well, so where are we get this one? The two, the two votes we've got for Ben Chilwell would clearly suggest that that's the answer, Chris. I, I'm the man <laughs> holding the pen and the paper, though. We're uh, never going to win. It doesn't really matter. Ben Chilwell. Jesus, wet. Right, OK, first central midfielder, then, of our 4-3-3. Uh, Scott... Well, can we just... Let- I I have yes I've written down Kevin De Bruyne yes mm-hmm. have we also else. got Bruno Fernandez as well uh, yes I have I so have as well we, uh, Emma yeah I picked him as well <laughs> <laughs> so there's two of the three okay uh, my third midfielder is uh, a young chap by the name of Jordan Henderson oh God <laughs> see. My, the problem with mine is it mean, my selection means that there's no one in my in my midfield who's going to really defend. And then I thought about, oh, I could have Jordan Henderson, but then I still wouldn't have anyone in my midfield who could defend. And I also <laughs> wouldn't have anyone who could create chances or score them either. So that would just be a waste. So who did you go so for? I, I picked Mason Mount. Mason Mount? Yeah. Okay, uh, Scott, who's your losing midfielder? Well, I've gone four four two. So, which side would you like to go, right wing or left wing? Uh, Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. I think I think if Garth Crooks was doing this, he would have with with your as I'm looking at it, your right winger would be the midfielder. Garth Crooks, Raheem, is, very, Garth Crooks is very right wing. Yeah, I'd imagine. Raheem Sterling. <laughs> okay. All right, Emma. Who have you gone for? Uh, well, I picked a team that basically wouldn't function together. Um, so did so I. I picked, <laughs> I picked Ruben Neves. Oh, I like That's that. Good, I need to Neves if I went four three three. I, I'm not convinced that Ruben, I did think about wanting a, a Wolves midfield, but I'm not really sure that like Ruben Neves has sort of set the Premier League alight 
even to the, or even have the season he had last season. But at the same time, if the danger is that Jordan Henderson's get, I'm willing to. <laughs> In fact, I will change mine to Ruben Neves out of um, reciprocation for the Ben Chilwell. So, what has Ruben Neves got over uh, the Football Writers Player of the Year and Premier League winning captain? Probably scores more goals and assists. Is a guess. He's not the beating heart of that team that wouldn't have won the league without him. Personality. Personality. <laughs> Jordan Henderson oozes personality. Can we just move on, please? Does, really doesn't, doesn't, doesn't run like Forrest Gump when he's still got the leg contraptions on. <laughs> am I writing down Ruben Nevis, am I? Right. Okay. See, what we've learned here is how politics really works, is it's all done for <laughs> Right, Adam, give me your first striker. Uh, Sadio Mane. All right. Uh, uh, Scott? Same. Emma? Yeah, I think my name too. Okay, well, I actually went for. I mean, okay, tell me what we do. This is a little bit different. Adam, give me your. Three... Seeing as you're not getting your way. No, 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 no. Uh, because who, I, was we... your other, who was your other striker? Well, I was going to say, why don't we read our three strikers out in one go? So, Adam, okay, you, okay, Adam, you go first. You read your three strikers out. Um, so, I've got uh, Emmerich Abamyang, Sadio yeah. Mane, and Jamie Vardy. All right, I've got um, Raheem Sterling, Jamie Vardy, Danny Ings. And who have you got, Scott? Uh, Mane, Ings and Vardy. Okay. Emma? Um, Mane, Aubameyang and Jimenez. Okay. So three of you have gone for Mane, so I'm guessing Mane's in. Golden, I went Jamie Vardy, golden boot player. Because yeah, so three scored... of us have gone for Jamie Vardy, right? Yeah, so he's, you know, his job's to score goals, he scored the most. Yeah, and two of us have gone for... Aubameyang. Yeah, um, uh, have gone for Aubameyang. Uh, yeah. Who did you go for, Scott, as well? We went both for Ings, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing that Ings comes from a less fashionable team and has scored that many goals. Um, that's really why I went for him. Also, Aubameyang we... scored more goals than Ings. Yeah. But he's got better players around him. Does has he play for Arsenal? <laughs> Just go for Aubameyang. Yeah. Go on then. We'll go for Aubameyang. Say. Because I don't. I actually don't think Danny Ings would do a very good shift out on the left wing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Our team then. Our, quits to do that. Our 2019-20 team of the year is uh, Jordan Henderson in goal, Trent Alexander-Arnold. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> I've got to get him in somehow. Uh, Dean Henderson in goal. Dean Jordan Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> they can swap at half time. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Virgil Van Dijk, Connor Cody, Ben Chilwell, Kevin De Bruyne, ben, Bruno Fernandez, uh, Ruben Neves, Sadio Mane, Jamie Vardy, and Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Not a bad team, is it? Only two of my players didn't get in, so I'm okay with that. It's lacking in grumpy Scotsman. Uh, in fact, one, because I actually changed one. So only one of my players didn't get in, so okay. did a good job. <laughs> it's right. all about compromise. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, what we'll do, we'll have a quick roundup of the um, three major leagues that finished the season in Europe. So uh, we'll do Germany first of all. Um, so Bayern finished top on 82 points, then Dortmund on 69, Leipzig on 66, uh, Gladbach on 65 in the last Champions League place then it's Bayern 63 and then Hoffenheim 52 so um, I get the feeling from this because obviously uh, Bayern Munich swapped manager halfway through the season didn't they um, who's now actually gone to Monaco hasn't he um, that Dortmund allegedly, allegedly that I, I feel that Dortmund and maybe uh, blew it this season was that a fair assessment Bayern certainly had to come from behind didn't they 
Yeah, I think that the thing that if I were in the Bundesliga should be really disappointed about is how those teams reacted after the break because they there was that period where the Bundesliga was the only show in town and they appeared to have a title race and what was it, three games in there was a the Classica and the game comes down to that Kimmich goal and as soon as Kimmich scores that the title race is basically over. Yeah. Um and yeah, and then sort of from that on it's kinda of the the appeal of watching uh football is kind of lost a little bit where they could have had a really they could have had something really quite special there which may have sort of changed the dynamic of how German football is perceived in England or at least followed in England because I I get the impression that from the other major leagues it's probably the least followed in terms of television and and stuff like that so yeah I think I think that the other worrying thing for the Bundesliga is the fact that Bayern have been implode and still sort of on the on the on the uh, scheme of things, from look at it, just sort of wander through the title without any sort of major stresses and strains. And Bayern Munich are in the middle of doing what Bayern Munich do, right? And they're just getting they're just getting stronger. They're just under Leroy Sané. What they're every time every time <clears throat> every time Dortmund trying to level up as it were you know that the the Dortmund way isn't about holding on to players and paying big stars big money it's about youth and bringing players through and developing players sure they've gone and they've gone and spent big money but they've sent it on a 17 year old from Birmingham they're probably about to sell Jaden Sancho they've lost they need to they've just lost um Akimi from his loan like they they don't have the opportunity to never sort of just building strength on strength like Bayern Munich do. Yeah. Do you guys concur as well? Yeah, totally agree. I just feel yeah. that Bayern just just gets stronger and stronger year and year, and they really didn't have to do much after the Dortmund game because you had a feeling that Dortmund had a bit of a wobble in them. Yeah. I was disappointed in Leipzig, to be honest, because um, I felt that they could have done something this season as well, especially after how we play against Spurs in the Champions League. I was very disappointed in them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah, uh, okay, so we'll go to Spain. Uh, Real Madrid finished top on 87 points. Um, Espanyol B finished on 82. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Barcelona finished on 82. Atletico Madrid on 70. Uh, and then Sevilla also finished on 70 in the um, Europa League places with Villarreal, uh, who sat their manager for having the temerity to finish fifth. Um, Real Sociedad and then Granada. Um, Did Villarreal replace their manager with? <laughs> Unai Emery. Uh, how would you describe your season then, Emma? Because you um, you lost and drew the Clasico, you lost at home to Osasuna and you lost to Levante away. Um, did you throw it away or were you just so sort of relentlessly steamrolling on? Uh, we threw it away. We were five points clear when we sacked our manager. And Real Madrid are champions, absolutely, but they are not very good. Neither team are very good. Uh, that's just the fact of it. They're just 
they were just better organised. I felt that Real Madrid were never any good when they won those um, four Champions Leagues. So I know I always <laughs> could be easily got. They're not. <laughs> They're just lucky. Yeah. Uh, Have you not seen some of the extraordinary vocals that they've got this season? <laughs> oh, here we go. Unbelievable. Stuff. Gerard Piquet did. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. Every Barcelona fan did. I, I mean, would rather not... would rather we talk about Scots under man boob sweat than we talk. About... <laughs> God, yeah, it's hot. We <laughs> talk about this. Um. Okay, Sorry. so that's fine. <laughs> All right. So you, you know, you're not very happy. If you weren't very happy, you, you, what score would you have given Barcelona for a, a, a grade? D. I, really? I knew that was crisis. I knew that was, I'm surprised it was as high as that. I, was, I, was, I whispered to myself, "You." <laughs> well, we still got Messi, so just to, another season at least. I think just a a, uh, a point on Real Madrid is that I can't think of many great teams whose second highest goal scorer is their centre back. Yeah. True. Yeah, because he scored thirteen penalties. Yeah, so did Gary Palace though. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Steve Bruce. Danny Serwin, wasn't it? Yeah, but before then, didn't I'm oh, sure Bruce. I imagine Gary Pallister used to take them. Or what well, for one close to home. David Unsworth. <laughs> <laughs> David Unsworth's technique was just twat it as hard as you can down the middle and it always worked. So, <laughs> Why no goalkeeper ever just stood up and caught it is beyond me. But because it takes them with them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> neither of these teams are very good. Manchester City will be Real Madrid in the Champions League and Barcelona will probably get knocked out to Napoli. Ooh. Mm. Napoli aren't very good at uh, the league table tells me Napoli, anything. If we beat Napoli, we will definitely get to buy Bayern Munich in the next round. <laughs> um, is, just quick just quick on that, is, is is there any news as to whether that game was taking place at Camp Nou? Uh, as far as I know, it's still going ahead because sporting events have exemption. Yeah, well, it's just the article saying that they thought that it was at risk again. Uh, I, I guess it's changing every day. So I, I, I guess it depends how things go in the next week. Where is the Manchester Real, City game? Real Madrid play? could have a Real Madrid could have a similar incident. That yeah, with the Manchester City tie. But at the moment, I believe that they think that it's still going to take place at the Etihad. A bit like oh, when Atletico Madrid came to Anfield, and that all worked out fine. <laughs> Yeah, there won't be three thousand supporters there at the same time. But uh, okay, I'm, right. not, I'm not quite sure who Athletic Madrid are they? Yeah, <laughs> I <said> Atletico. <laughs> I think I said Atletico. <laughs> uh, okay, right. Um, into Italy, of course. There's still left. Uh, events is top and champions on uh, eight three points. Uh, Inter second on seventy nine. Joseph Martinez's Atalanta are on seventy eight. Um, Joseph Martinez. I know, I'm pulling your leg. Uh, as are Lazio, always uh, also on 78. Uh, Roma, Scott on 67 points. Uh, Milan, 63. Napoli, 59. Um, I've written here, how good were Juventus compared to previously? So, uh, you know, they lost to Hellas Verona. They lost to Sassuolo. Oh, drew against Sassuolo. That gave man where they were 2-0 and lost 4-2. Uh, is this a vintage Juve team? No, this is not Conte's or Allegri's first season where they almost won the treble. And they, I think it's when they lost to Barcelona and Berlin. Yeah. I think that was probably vintage Juventus because you had Vidal, 
Pogba, Marquezio, and I will say it's a sort of agent and Andrea Pirlo who also could literally pass you to death in Serie A and in Europe. But I do give him credit, sorry, because he's come in and it is his first league championship. He's only won two trophies. He won the uh, Europa League with uh, Chelsea last season and he's come to Juventus and put, tried to evolve the football. It sort of worked, but I think next season you'll probably see the real Juventus because they signed Artur and they've also signed Dejan Kulazewski. Mm-hmm. Wonderful player to watch. And Atalanta had him and they bought him for 180,000 euros and sold him for 35 million. Just just quickly before we move on from Syria, a question for Scott who maybe care, who cares a lot more about it than I do. Um, because with that caring, you care, you have, obviously have a, there's probably a lot more hatred for Juventus. Is that even in having that hatred for you, is it, is there a, com- conflict in watching Sarri finally win something as a 60-year-old man, even though it's with Juventus achieving good things. <sighs> I had to do a sigh there. No, a part of me said, part of me wanted him to do it just to piss off Napoli fans because he used to manage Napoli and he said he wouldn't go to Juve. But I'm happy for him, but I really want someone to end that dynasty at Juve. It has to happen. Yeah. It could be you guys next season. Could be. Probably be into Atalanta. I want it to be Atalanta. Yes, let's hope. I st- I've, I've literally got money for Atalanta to win the Champions League. Teams like, Atla- teams like, like Atalanta, like- though. <laughs> he nearly said it. Teams like Atalanta, though, don't tend to stick around for a third season yeah they've had two really good years they've literally progressed this year from last season I just hope they don't fall because I have a feeling that clubs in Europe will pick off their players I do have a feeling that someone in the Premier League will pick off a couple of their players and they're not I, young are they i.e. Liverpool <laughs> I mean Ilicic and Zapata aren't that young either are they no so Ilicic has got probably the best name nickname in football. So he's nicknamed Grandma Josephine because he moaned a lot. And he, I think he's 32, so he's a year older than a year younger than me. Uh, Zapata's 29-30. And I think the, the real player to probably pick off from Atalanta is uh, Robin Guzan's the left wing back. Okay. Um, right. That, unless anybody's got any other business, is this season rounded up. I'll take that nothing. silence as a... Okay. Nothing. Right, okay. So we are uh, at Man on the Post. Uh, you can find us over on Twitter at Man on the Post, uh, Instagram at Man on the Post. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We can give us a like. Um, I have no idea whether there going to be sort of any future podcasts over the, sort of, over the summer. I guess we'll be doing um, Champions League podcasts, won't we, over the next few weeks. Keep your eyes on that. Um, if you like what you hear, you can download us or you can subscribe to uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, Stitcher or Spotify or Acast. If you like to hear, you can give us a review. Um, all reviews are gratefully received. Uh, Adam, if they want to follow you, how do they do that? Uh, Ali101. Scott, how do they do that? Scott underscore Monroe. You can follow me at cetchingham77. Emma? 
I suggest they look elsewhere. Look elsewhere. Follow you at Jesse Loshi. Yeah. Super. Perfect. Brilliant. Right, guys, thank you ever so much for that. No problem. And always remember to keep your man on the post. <laughs>